Hey, what's up? It's your host, Cynthia Jones. Hi. That was Clarissa. Hazel. Yeah, Hazel. And welcome to Motion Commotion. Kepler's laws of motion. Thank you. So the first law, which is all planets follow an elliptical orbit. So that basically means that the law states that the orbit of each individual planet is an ellipse, which is a regular oval shape with the sun, which is at focus, a constant of the ellipse. Now on to Kepler's second law otherwise known as the law of equal areas. This law expresses that a line between the sun and a planet sweeps equal areas at equal times, which means the speed of a planet increases as it gets close to the sun and backs away from the sun. To finish off all these laws, the third law states, and I quote, The square of the orbital period of a planet is directly proportional to the cube of the semi-major axis of its orbit. So, in order to translate that into English so people can understand, um, it actually is basically just saying that sometimes it's referred to the law of periods. And it's the square of the period of any individual planet, and it's proportional to the cube of the semi-major axis, which is the longest diameter of the orbit. Hey, it's Cynthia Jones again, and I have a treat for you guys. Flying in from Germany is the creator of the Laws of Motions, Johannes Kepler. Well, good day, Mr. Kepler, or should I say, guten tag. I'm Cynthia Jones from Motion Commotion, and we've heard about your three Laws of Motion, And we just want to get to know who you are and how you came about these laws. Because it's crazy. How did you do this in the 17th century? Hello. Ja, it is true. I am Johannes Kepler. I was born on December 27, 1571. Ja, it was true that in 1609, or the 17th century, I made my book, Astronomia Nova. It took me 10 years to understand the planet Mars. Tycho Brahe is a good friend of mine. He's let me borrow his observations. There was too many models of the solar systems. That man Ptolemy said the planets orbited in perfect circles. Copernicus said the Earth revolved around the sun. I trusted Brahe because he used boats, but it was not accurate. Hello, Ja, it is true. I am Johannes Kepler. I was born on December 27, 1571. Yeah, it was true that in 1609 or the 17th century, I made my book, Astronomia Nova. It took me 10 years to understand the planet Mars. Tycho Brahe is a good friend of mine. He's let me borrow his observations. 
there was too many mortals of the solar systems. That man Ptolemy said the planets orbited in perfect circles. Copernicus said the earth revolved around the sun. I trusted Brahe because he's used both, but it was not accurate. What I thought was the best way to understand the orbit of planets was that they moved in an over-like motion, an ellipse. That's what I did with Mars and Astronomy Nova. I totally understand that. So instead of how we would think that all the planets move in this nice circular motion, you mean to say that they actually don't and it's more oval shaped? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I will now explain my second law. So, the second law is that an imaginary line between a planet and the sun are expressed in equal areas in equal time. This basically means that the speed of a planet gets much faster when it is close to the sun, and it gets much slower when it gets far from the sun. It's like the roller coaster, very slow when you go up and very fast when you go down. Perihelion would be like going fast, and the aphelion would be like slowing down. It is momentum. And lastly, in 1619, 10 years later, I published another book called Harmonices Mundi, or basically, The Harmony of the World. This is my mathematical law, but it is very simple, you see. If we calculate the time a planet goes around the sun, we can square that time and it shall equal the cubed of the semi-major axis. Basically, what I am saying is that the square of this period should be proportional to the cubed of the diameter of its orbit. That's very complicated, but it is applicable to motion. No disrespect, Hepler, but what are you saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what this harmonic law means. I don't understand the square of this orbit period equaling the cube of a semi-major axis. What is a semi-major axis? I understand the confusion. What I am basically saying is that if you understand one part of the equation, you can plug it in and find out whatever is missing. For example, we measure semi-major axis with astronomical units. If there is a one astronomical unit, we can plug that into the equation. The cubed of one astronomical, sorry, the cubed of one astronomical unit equals one. Therefore, 
the time it takes to orbit would also be one since they are proportionate. Okay, Kepler, I think I understand this now. Let me try this out myself. If there's an astronomical unit of four, and according to your equation for this law, t squared equals a cubed, I could plug in the semi-major axis number four into a. So it would be t squared equals four cubed. Okay. Four cubed equals 64. So now the, so now the equation is t squared equals 64 and t squared has to equal 64 so something squared equals 64 and that's 8 so that would mean 8 years of something to orbit around the sun would equal 4 AU oh my god I understand this now yeah, yeah, that is exactly what this is my, thir my third law of motion is exactly what you said it is true, t squared equals a cubed. You've got it.